Two lessons this morning, one from the first reading, one from the gospel. First of all, we hear that St. Paul settled in Corinth for a year and a half and taught the Word of God. In Paul's missionary journeys, many times he was only in a, a place or a city for a few days, a few weeks, maybe a few months. But here he settles down for a year and a half. Think about all the teaching he could do in a year and a half. The same people coming to him, building them up, edifying them in their new faith in Christ, God's anointed one. This is kind of a spiritual principle for us, both in our lives of prayer, but also in our lives of mission. That when God invites us to really invest somewhere, when God wants us to remain someplace where we're, we're drawing fruit or generating fruit, Sometimes we think that we just have to like, get up and go somewhere new because, like, wow, well, I've been here a few days, I should move on. But sometimes we're actually called to stay for quite a long time in that area of prayer or that area of mission. If God's consoling you and loving you and, and you're feeling His presence through a particular passage in Scripture you're praying with or a particular image, if you're being fed by that, just let the Lord feed you. You don't need to move, move on or move beyond that. If you're involved in some kind of mission, whether it's in your state of life or in the parish here, with some kind of outreach, if things are going really beautifully and, and you are feeding others and you sense the Lord there, sometimes we think, I've got to do something different because I've been here for a little while. Well, why? If, if you, the Lord is using you and inviting you to just uh, release that energy of the Holy Spirit, maybe there's no reason to move somewhere else. Maybe you're meant to stay there for a while just like St. Paul stayed with the Corinthians for quite a long time until he knew it was time to move on. That's the first lesson. Secondly, in the Gospel we hear from John 16, it's the Last Supper. Jesus is preparing his disciples for his Paschal mystery. And he says, You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. We can take this both in the historical sense and in the spiritual sense. Historically, Jesus is telling them, when I'm killed, you're going to be full of grief. So many people in Jerusalem, those who hate Jesus, are going to be happy. The world's going to be happy. And even many of the religious leaders of that time, Jesus equates with the world in rebellion against God. They're, they're going to be happy and you're going to have grief but I'm going to come back to you when I'm risen, and your grief will become joy. Just like a woman who, who is in labor with a child has joy and forgets all about the pain. So he's preparing them historically for what's going to happen. But we can, again, apply this to ourselves spiritually. That in our lives, there are going to be places where we are grieving because God's kingdom has not yet been here in its fullness. We see death. We see violence around us. We see people rejecting the faith, leaving the church, all kinds of things. And in many ways, as we grieve, others rejoice. Others are happy for some of these things. But Jesus reminds us that he will be king. All these will bow before him. And whether it's in heaven or whether it's something that changes in our lives, our grief will become joy, and no one can take our joy away from us. 
And so we beg and we plead for the Lord Jesus to, to come into all these situations in the world, to come into all these places of, where the kingdom's not yet present, like what's happening right now in Uvalde, Texas, for what happened this week, this place where death reigned, this hour of darkness reigned. We beg and we implore the Lord to, to come and, and to bring his mercy and goodness and healing And even though we grieve, we trust that one day our grief will become joy. And at the very least, in heaven, we will have that total joy when God's kingdom is all in all. So as we celebrate the ascension this weekend and we celebrate the coming of the Spirit at Pentecost, let's keep this in mind. That even though we grieve now in many different ways, as we turn to Christ who is risen, he will turn our grief into joy.